Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful. So I am so excited for today's episode because I always feel like the universe is guiding us to the perfect places, to the perfect people. And when I finished reading the book Spirit Babies, it kept me wondering and hungry to learn and um, tap into more. And when I learned that the outer, original outer transition, I'm like, okay, universe, show me, show me where else we can go. And I was guided to call Kim O'Neill, today's guest. And I'm so, so eager to be stepping with her into these um, topics and the team. But before we go there, Kim, I know I ask you where in the world you would love to be right now. And your answer was so beautiful and so miraculous. So before we dive into today's topic, I would love to to ask you, would you be open for a short guided visualization with me? Absolutely. I'd love it. (laughs) Okay, let's do it. So if you can just find a comfortable place on your chair and just like relaxing your body, you don't need to talk, you don't need to be close to the um, phone, whatever you're recording from, and just get yourself comfortable. Close your gently eyes. You already follow the, 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 the path without even hearing it. So gently close your eyes and starting to feel your body relaxing in your back, feeling grounded with your chair, your legs relaxing, your breath slowing down, And everything is slowing down for you. There is nothing else to do, nowhere else to go. And when you are feeling that you're sinking with your breath, sinking with your body, I would love for you to visualize a beautiful crisp morning in a Tennessee. You're taking the morning for yourself and you are exploring the beautiful nature And as you're walking on this beautiful, luscious path, witnessing all the trees, listening to the birds, and the fresh breeze is just kissing your cheeks gently, you suddenly arrive in a beautiful waterfall. And you sit there, witnessing this miracle of nature this beautiful day 
and you're feeling so at peace and so alive. And as you are sitting there, you suddenly realize that you're not alone. And on the other side of this beautiful, pristine waterfall, there is a very young family with two little kids playing, two little girls running around and splashing water. And it makes you laugh and it makes you feel so joyous. And as the girls are playing there, one just witnesses you and looks at you and she waves. They're not too far, but close enough so you can hear them still keeping you in your peace of the morning. One looks at you and waves and she says, who are you? And you look at her and smile. And what is the one thing, Kim, you would love for her to know about you? Not what do you do, but who you really are. What would you answer to her? What would you haul on her back? I would say, I'm your student. And I would ask her name. I would get down to her level. I love kids. I would ask her name and I would say, I'm Kim. And say her name's Amanda. I would say, Amanda, grownups are your students. You're the teacher. And whatever you can visualize inside your head is what you are here to create. And a child would understand that it comes so naturally to a child. So I would not only want to share with her that I'm her student, but but to give her some acknowledgement about how powerful she is. And maybe that's something that she might remember in, you know, days to come when things got a little challenging for her. So I think that whatever we share with one another, no matter how fleeting, can stick with us. And we remember at times we really need it. So that's, <laughs> that's how I love to interact with her. Thank you, Cam. I got to admit, you've chosen a unique place to go and a very unique answer. I love that so much because I truly feel that kids are still so much more connected to the divine than many of us are as adults because of our conditioning, because of our expectations, not only from others, but also from ourselves, who we think we should be to be accepted and loved from the world. And so the kids are pure and the kids are still more connected to the divine. So I'm curious, Kim, how did you connect it or stay connected with your gifts that now you're sharing with the world as, you know, the medium, the psychic, this beautiful healer? Oh, thank you for asking. Well, I, I believe all kids are really psychic and intuitive. Kids are the most psychic beings on the planet, right? So, so I was really psychic as a child and, um, one of the things that I used to pick up a lot on were things that made me really uncomfortable, like crimes that were being committed. And um, I learned to read at a really young age and I always have loved to read. And I would pick up the Chicago Tribune and I would look at the headlines. And sometimes it was exactly what I dreamt at night. And it was as if I was there. And so this went on for um, a number of years and I learned how to kind of shut it down 
because it was so scary and so um, um, upsetting to me. So I went through my teenage years and I went through my 20s and I found myself in a difficult marriage. I was uh, married to someone I was also in business with. We co-owned an advertising agency and uh, the agency wasn't doing well. Um, my husband and I, you know, I knew we were going to get a divorce. And so I, I was in this place where I was, I had gained a lot of weight and I just felt miserable and I had no friends and I felt I had nothing to look forward to. And it was really um, a, a, a dark place. I, I felt I was in, I, I felt I had no way to help myself. And so when things got really, really difficult, I remember sitting at my desk at work crying you know, I closed my door and I was crying and I said, can't someone just please help me? And I dried my tears and I went on with my work. So that night I got home and my husband and I were already separated. I had my own little apartment. It was tiny with my cat, Winston. And I remember I picked up Chinese food and remember sitting down to start eating. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw this spirit materialize. And, and at that point in time, Katia, I was so, um, I was so right brain and I, I didn't believe in any of this. And it, it was this man and he started talking to me and I've written about it in my book, The Calling. And he said to me that he, he was my angel, John, and he'd come to me to help me understand why I was here, what I was supposed to be doing to give me steps I needed to take to move forward and to help me to initiate me into my life's work. And of course, I thought it was crazy and nuts. And I thought I was going crazy. I thought this is what I get for staying in business with my husband. <laughs> um, it, it was just an amazing, miraculous time. And he started telling me things that were true. So every day he'd be with me and he'd be saying, this is going to happen today at work. This client is going to call. This client is going to want this. If you want to pick up this particular client, this is what you need to do. So I started paying attention because everything he was telling me was happening. And I thought, well, if I'm losing my mind, this isn't such a bad thing because I'm, I'm feeling for the first time since I can remember that I'm really moving forward and so much more connected with myself. And I loved this relationship and he seemed to know me and get me and understand me. And he was funny and he was wonderful to spend time with. So, um, and other people could see him who were intuitive. So then I thought maybe I'm not crazy. And he helped me step by step by step. It was baby steps to get into my life's work as a psychic channel, a medium, an author, a speaker. And this is what I tell my clients that, it, it, you know, we can sometimes want things to happen this fast, but we need to be patient and be ready and be willing to take the baby steps necessary. It's just, we have to know which baby steps to take, what actionable steps to take at any given time so that we're doing the right thing at the right time in the right way. That's when we feel momentum start to build. And it wasn't long before I found myself on the radio. I was on TV. These things that, you know, because I was a very shy person, these things that I never, ever imagined and, and things just progressed as I listened to him, my angel, John, and, and here we are. So 
That is such a beautiful story. Thank you. And you know, it's isn't it fascinating that when we have a vision, when help comes from somewhere else, right? It's not like your neighbor, your friend, your mentor, somebody from this physical world comes and helps you. But if it's someone from the divine or somewhere else, right? We think like I'm losing my mind. Right. Instead of us listening to the people we wouldn't swap our places with, right? Like how often we are in relationships that are dragging us down, how often we are in jobs that are dragging us down. And we don't say, well, I'm crazy. But when spirit comes to us or it, like, you know, you could clearly see and hear him, right? But for example, for me, it's not as clear for me. It's just the intuition. It's just like, I'm inspired to go somewhere. I'm inspired to do something. I was like, oh, that's why, right? So sometimes I'm connecting the dots backward, but listening to my gut, it's what works for me. But we wouldn't think we're crazy. So it's, it's interesting. And um, I'm wondering, you know, when you started to listen to your calling, and I know that you are helping in different realms, and the one that I was really fascinated by, and I wanted to go deeper, it's the spirit babies. And I know you said you love kids, but how did you connect it with the spirit babies? And for our listeners, if they never heard the, the term spirit babies, what is it? Well, um, there are there are many um, different entities that can surround us in non-physical form. Our guardian angels, uh, which is a major group that I work with um, to provide people information, our departed loved ones, of course. But then there are unborn babies that are going to be coming to us or someone in the family, and so uh, they unborn babies. You know, we've all chosen our biological parents and some of us have chosen adoptive parents but when we are preparing to come to the earthly plane for another physical lifetime we will often hover around our mother our father the grandparents uh sisters and brothers who are already here and this is why a lot of really small kids will go up to their mom and say mommy i'm gonna have a baby brother or a baby sister because the unborn baby is already talking to them so we can learn how to communicate with them. And Katia, the, the way that I found out this was even possible, because, you know, we're learning new things every day, right? I mean, every day we're learning new things if, if we're open. So I had already had my channeling practice. I had been channeling maybe five years already. And this woman came into my office and um, she was pregnant, obviously pregnant. She said, I want to know about the child that's coming to me. And I said, oh, that's so, that sounds like so much fun. I've never done that before. Let's talk about that. Then I started to hear inside my head telepathically, um, I have information I want to give my mommy and that's her. And, and this is the name I want. This is going to be my last work. This is, she gave me the reason she chose her mom as a mother because kids always choose us for a reason. And, and so that opened my eyes to that. And it was so incredible and so much fun and exciting. So I was able to talk to my client and let her know why the child had chosen her and, and what her life was going to be like and, and um, her life's work and her issues and the colors she liked. 
And so my clients started asking, well, my God, you know, what would she like me to paint her room? Or, you know, what, what kind of food will she like? What is her health going to be like? How can I, you know, feed her best? And so I learned, Petia, that there's no limit to the information that we can receive from the children that are coming. And I want to mention something that comes up a lot. And that is, I'll have a client who says, Kim, I don't understand because my husband and I have been trying to get pregnant. Or if, if someone has, you know, I channel for some women who, who have gotten, you know, gone to a sperm bank, but they'll say, you know, I've, I've, you know, my husband and I have done everything possible and we've been tested. I'm okay. He's okay. And we're doing everything we need to do, but it's not happening. Uh, we are not getting pregnant. How can that be? And what I've learned is that, is that we need to do as prospective parents, we need to do what we need to do to make the pregnancy happen. But we have to keep in mind that, that each child chooses their birth date. They choose when they want to come based on the life's work they're going to be conducting based on um, uh, what's going to be happening around their birth. And so, and so it's a matter of understanding with anything we're trying to create, anything we're trying to manifest, all we can do is the work that we need to, and then we have to trust and have faith that everything else is going to happen. So um, I, I learned that as well, which I thought was just amazing. And I had my children at 44 and 45, and I, that was just my destiny. And I remember going into my OBGYN, I had just found a new one, and I was so excited. And I said, I've just gotten married a few years ago. We're ready to have children. And my husband was older than me. And I said, um, you know, I had spent my, my whole adult life trying not to get pregnant. And so you always just assume that whenever you start to try, it's just going to happen overnight. And it doesn't always work that way. So when I, when I talked to my OBGYN, he got this really glum look on his face. And he said, I need to tell you, I need to show you something. And he brought out this, this graph. And the graph was, I, I looked at the graph and it had women's ages. And then the older the woman got, the more the line in the graph went down. And by 35, it was almost ground zero. And I'm thinking, well, how can this be? Because I had already been in conversations with the child that was gonna come to me. And I knew he was gonna be a boy. I knew when he was going to come because he told me, I knew what he was going to look like, why he chose me as a mom and, and my husband as a father. And I mentioned this to my doctor and he thought I was nutty. And he said, Kim, you just need to accept that even with fertility help, this might not work for you. So I remember leaving his office and I was sobbing. And I remember I was so upset. He's in this medical building and I'm leaning up against the wall, crying my eyes out. And I heard this voice inside my head and it makes me cry right now. And I'll always remember this. And it was my son, non-physical. He was still in spirit, of course. And he said, mom, I'm going to come. You've been talking to me. Do you trust me or do you trust your doctor? And I thought, but my doctor, you know, he's the authority figure. And, and I've learned, you know, we can, we can, understand so much more if we're open and receptive to other means of receiving information. So he said, I promise I'm going to come. This is what's going to happen. 
And lo and behold, it, it all did just, just beautifully, just as he said. So, and all of us have a different destiny, don't we? I mean, some, some people have children in their teens, you know, or even younger, and some of us are, you know, older. And, and so it's all based on the destiny that, that we planned. And, and it's such a beautiful blessing. It's such an honor and a privilege to know, holy cow, out of all of the, out of all of the parents in the world, these beings chose me because of what they could teach me and because of what I could teach them. And since becoming a mom, one of the biggest things I've learned is that our kids are our teachers. They teach us. That's why I, I answered, you know, when I was talking to the little girl, you know, that, that I am your student. And if we can be open to being their students, my God, what we'll learn. My gosh. <laughs> I love the story so much. Thank you. That is so beautiful. I feel like um, what I'm hearing, it's really trust and surrender to your journey, trust and surrender to your life path. A couple of things that came up for me, you know, that, that I want to ask you, Kim. First, it's, of course, how can we communicate with the spirit babies if we are not, you know, channel and medium as, as you are? And the second thing is that it's a little bit unrelated with the babies, but are you telling me that there is a fate and it's all set and done in stone and we just got to wait how it's going to unfold and just trust? Or is there things how we can change that? Yes. Oh, my God. Very good questions. I'm going to answer the, the second one first. Okay. We all have a particular destiny and a destiny is what our soul has planned while we're still on the other side, what our soul has planned in regard to our, our life path, our blueprint. I call it a spiritual blueprint. And our spiritual blueprint encompasses all the people we're going to interact with and why, who our romantic soulmates are, if we, if we have them, who our parents are going to be, what our socioeconomic upbringing is going to be, what our issues are going to be, what our life's work is. And our life's work is a special, unique way that each one of us is gifted to be able to serve other people because we come to the earthly plane in each lifetime for two reasons, for the most part. Number one, to grow and evolve and mature and become more enlightened. But the second thing is to contribute and serve other people. And we all have our unique gifts, talents, and abilities in which we're, which we're able to share with other people to help them on their path. And all of us have a ripple effect that we're meant to create. So we have this incredible destiny. And, and if I could share this, which I think is so interesting, uh, say, I, I know that a lot of your, your audience are women. So say that um, we, we, um, we're, we're, we plan to be a female, and we're thinking about the earthly plane and where we're going to live. You know, are we going to live? Are we going to be born in Peru? Are we going to be born in Russia? Are we going to be born in Paris? Are we going to be born in Tennessee? Are we going to be born, you know, in New Zealand? So we have that opportunity, but then we gauge when we're going to be born and what gender we're going to be based on our life's work. So years ago, before Kamala Harris got into office in the United States as a vice president, if we wanted to be a president of the United States, say, as a destiny, we'd have, we would have chosen male, probably. But yet, in what the 16th century, or the 15th century, 
we could have chosen to be female and be born into the British royal family and look at Queen Elizabeth I. So it's fascinating about history and time frames. But anyway, I kind of digress. So while we have a, a, a blueprint, a spiritual blueprint about our life, there's also free will. So some people can come to the earthly plane and accomplish almost everything they plan to do in the way they want to grow and evolve and mature in the way that they want to serve other people and contribute. But sometimes we have lifetimes where we don't accomplish much of anything because we've allowed our free will to create a level of fear and anxiety and hesitation that makes us kind of spend our life on the floor in a fetal position. Confusion. And the people around us, you know, a lot of times on the earthly plane, we don't get a lot of support necessarily from the people around us. So, so um, we, we have our destiny and then we also have free will. And your, to your first question in regard to how to communicate more with the spirit babies. Okay. When it comes to, okay, now I've got something really simple I can recommend plus my quiz but we can maybe talk about that later. So what, what I tell my clients is this, everyone has intuition, everyone. Now, how do I know that? Because everyone has guardian angels and that's where we get the lion's share of our guidance, our direction, our intuition, where we'll, we'll, we'll just know something. Oh, so-and-so is going to call. Aunt Martha's going to call. And it's Aunt Martha. It's like Aunt Martha. I haven't talked to her in 10 years or pick up the phone and call so-and-so because they're gonna be in the office and we do when we get them, or you know, this is gonna happen or go here and people talk about all these amazing things in their life that they never thought of doing except for this ping that they get, this knowingness or, or this dialogue in their head that won't go away and they do it. And then people have talked about winning the lottery, meeting a soulmate, how they start a business, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, preventing fires in their home, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's the same method by which we use to communicate with our guardian angels or departed loved ones that we would use for our um, non-physical unborn babies. So this is what I recommend. I recommend that every morning, this is a really good exercise. Every morning we grab a notebook and a pen. I don't recommend sitting at the computer because that kind of engages the brain. And a lot of people will ask, well, Kim, when I'm receiving information, how do I know, how do I differentiate between my brain and what's non-physical? So if we, and there's, there's a number of answers to that question, but what I recommend is that we grab a notebook and a pen, find a quiet place, it can be anywhere, but just quiet and, and write the date at the top of the page and ask, if just you can close your eyes, you can keep them open, but just ask, do I have unborn babies around me? That simple question. And then it's very important to trust in what you feel, sense, think, hear, know, because intuitive information comes to us in all those different ways. And typically though, unborn babies will speak to us through emotional feelings or telepathy, which means we hear their dialogue inside of our head 
which can sound like we're talking to ourselves. So, so as you're sitting with the notebook and pen, um, ask um, the questions, are you, when do you plan to be born? Are, do you plan to be male or female? Are you coming alone or might there be twins? Um, what name do you, do you want me to call you? Have we been together before in past lifetimes? Why did you pick me as a mom? Um, so there's unlimited questions we can ask. And the more we practice, the more our trust is going to allow us to believe in what we're hearing. So the, the difficult part is not the spirit speaking to us. I find with the people in my um, private sessions and in the workshops that I do, the, the uh, challenge tends to be people trusting in their own ability. And there's no difference between my ability and anybody else's, it's just that I have a little more practice. That's all. We all have the ability and it's a matter of trusting and that's the whole key right there. And continuing to, to take out the notebook and pen, I recommend every single day for maybe, maybe 10 minutes to build our ability, to build our competence. And then what happens is that when we start building our competence, when we don't have the notebook or pen around us and we're going about our daily routine, we have more confidence in regard to the guidance and direction we get all day long. And that's what creates momentum in our lives where we feel, my God, I'm finally on the right path, doing the right things at the right time in the right way. There's a flow here and a momentum. That's the whole key right there. It's really simple. It's just not always easy. Mm. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Everything and all of it. And I'm here just like nodding my head because it like wholeheartedly resonates with everything you're saying. Because like you said, like it doesn't matter who are we communicating with, we get to trust and we get to be in a place to listen, right? Because we are so used to like one way and sending to the world, like this is what I want and just putting it out there. But can you create a space where you can be just listening and trusting yourself, whatever comes to you? Because when you said, do you have a, like, do I have an unborn babies that, you know, and for me right away, it was yes. Like my body just leaned in. I'm like, okay, I know. So it's really, really beautiful. And I know that your website, it's overloaded with value. You have your books, you know, it's, it's so beautiful. What are some of the ways that people, if they want more of you, because I know this is just like a very tip of the iceberg. We didn't even scratch the surface and I could sit here with you, Kim, for hours and hours. I personally just absolutely adore and love your energy. It's the first time we are meeting and I feel so much like flow and familiarity and, and just like your energy. It's really beautiful. And when you were telling me about your doctor, I was like, what the heck, you know, I'm like, you know, like authorities, instead of like supporting us, they are just, and I understand this is not like, you know, putting them down and doctor sucks. I am admiring them and I'm working with, you know, fertility doctor and I love her to life. She's amazing, but she's like us. She's very spiritual. So mm -hmm. it's different. But uh, like, I understand that right brain part and just giving you the facts. 
but I'm so happy you trust that, you know, you trusted yourself, you trusted the spirit. So if others want more of you, Kim, what is the best place to find you, to connect with you online? How do you want people to connect with you? Well, thank you for asking. I am um, working on my social media. So my social media is nothing to talk about right now. But you know what I recommend? Um, I recommend that that people um, have more of an introduction to me by taking my quiz, what's your intuitive superpower? Because so many people are wondering, you know, where do I fit? And am I really intuitive at all? And if I am, in what way? And then if I am, how can I build that? So uh, what I would recommend is that people take my quiz, what's your intuitive superpower, so that they can get information about themselves and about how they can move forward. I, I give tons of results plus uh, a workbook that comes along with it. So to do that first, um, to see if, if they feel a connection with me or, you know, because we have teachers coming from everywhere and some people we connect with and I feel a connection with you too. So I would recommend people do that first, gals do that first. And then they can reach me at my office. Um, and, and I have books and I'm in the process of creating some online classes. So um, um, I'm, I'm very easy to get in touch with. That's beautiful. I know I can test it. Um, where they can take the quiz, Kim? Would it be on your website? I'm sorry? The quiz, where they can take oh. it? Would it be on your website? Yes, on my website. Um, and I, I sent you a link as well. If, if you want to share it with people. So I sent you the link, but they can also um, take it to my website. My website is kimoneillpsychic.com. Love it so much. And I love today and like your presence you. and your gifts and your work. I am so happy that I listen again, my intuition, like there must be someone else. There must be someone else you can talk to. So I'm really happy that we connected. Thank you. Not only for today. I had so much fun and I learned so much from you today, really. Uh, but also for the work you're doing in the world, Kim. It's really making it a better place. So thank you. Thank you, Petia. Thank you. It, it's my greatest joy. I'm so privileged to be able to be a part of people's lives, even in one hour in a session to to be a part of their lives and see what they're going to do and what they're going to contribute. And you know, can I share something with you that I'm picking up intuitively about you? Absolutely. Oh my God, I knew that. (laughs) It's so funny because- You with three, three children, twins, and then a singleton. Oh my, I have a goosebumps like all over my body because my mom, she had me as an accident. We both don't believe in accidents, but she, she got pregnant by her first encounter with my biological father. So I always thought that I'm an accident and I shouldn't be here. And of course, as we learn and go through this journey, we learn more, but my biological father, he got remarried and he had twins. So I was joking that it runs in the family and I was telling my husband, I'm like, I'm kind of excited. What if we have twins and we can pop two babies in one birth? But then I spoke with mummies who do have a twins and they were like scaring me with how it's hard for the body and hard birth. I was like, no, I'm not creating that. It's like, 
my experience will be different. And yes, you see, oh my gosh, our, our experience is what we believe it's going to be. And I think we create so many things. And I think some people can tend to be a little on the negative side about everything. You just won the lottery. Oh no, what about the taxes I've got to pay? I mean, so so um, it's it's what we believe it's going to be. And we can make pregnancy to be the most joyful, fun experience ever. We're creating a miracle. It's a miracle. And the birth, what is more extraordinary than a birth? I mean, it's miraculous, whether it's natural, whether it's a cesarean, it's we're we're creating miracles. And so if there's anything we're going to be excited about and positive about, it would be that. My gosh. So I, I love the way that you think. Thank you so much. I want to keep you forever. Like your energy and your enthusiasm, you're just, it's so precious, so precious. So I'm sure we will stay connected. Thank you so much for today. I will make sure to share all the links in the show notes to make it very easy for my tribe to connect with you. I will share it on my social media because I'm well off there. I, I love it there. So that's my place, but um, I will send them to your website. Thank you so much, Kim. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a privilege to meet you and be a part of speaking with you and connecting with your tribe. Thank you.